Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode here on Chapo's Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapo, and this is the long-awaited anniversary episode. Hey, hey now. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I am so behind. Listen, the last episode I did, oop, my, my legal pad is falling, but I got it. I, I see, I caught it mid-full. See, your girl can multitask. Um, the last episode I did was, let's talk about sex, the first series, the first episode entitled um, Demisexuality or Demisexuals, and that was on July 4th, and like I told you all, we were experiencing, the, I'm sure the heat wave was like damn near nationwide or in any state that's feeling, uh, I don't know about Alaska now, but any state other than them, it just came through crazy, so um, I had a pretty great 4th of July week, I cannot um, complain. But when it came to Thursday, and I was getting ready to go do the content, I was just lagging, and the heat just, it was just too much going on. I've been so busy. I wear so many hats. And um, then I got the alert. I think, like, this morning or sometime last night before I went to sleep because I was up late. Not too late. And anyway, I woke up, and I got the notification that told me that we're now on Spotify. Yay! What a great piece of news to have and so I was kind of happy I didn't do the anniversary episode because I'm like yes that's something I can add as well and anniversary episodes are usually pretty short it's usually stats and stuff lots of thank yous and kisses thank you yes you I love you thank you for listening downloading taking the time to you know just dive into my craziness but I want to come with you with some some statistics and um, okay, so I looked this morning and I got some major numbers. I was really excited. So I'm going to give you the official numbers for the, the anniversary, which was the other thing. I didn't want to do the anniversary. All right, boom, boom, boom. Let, me, let me catch somebody up because not everybody that tunes in that's been with us since episode one. So how it goes is May 3rd, right, was the first ever episode of Chapel's Corner entitled, I Think I'm Falling in Love with My Friend five exclamation points not one and um that was a pilot episode i was just talking from my heart i had no idea that it would take off the way it did um that it'd be played as many times as it was and um i i'm glad i'm kind of glad i didn't know and here's why because when i did that episode i was very raw and authentic and i was myself um i feel like it is helping people because this keeps getting played maybe it's even getting shared and that was May 3rd. So obviously July 3rd marked the um, second month of, of, of anniversary for the show. And um, June 3rd had marked the first anniversary for the episode. And I did a little short eight-minute episode for that where I talked about the stats and everything. But um, it's amazing. I can't thank God enough and my listeners, um, supporters. I mean, family, I feel in my heart to me. You know, you'll get to know my heart in a while, you know, as we go along. But I can't thank you all so much um, for the support because the way the numbers have just grown drastically in, in leaps and bounds in the past 30 days, like I'm truly humbled. So with that being said, I'm going to let you know what the top five most played or most downloaded episodes of Chapel's Corner has been um, in the first 60 days and the number one top downloaded episode of all time here on Chapel's Corner is just say no to the booty call. Yay! I'm clapping because um, that was my second episode that followed the pilot. I think I fell in love with my friend and um, 
I, don't, I still didn't know what I'm doing, and I still don't know what I'm doing. But for it to just be the number one played, um, I hope that it's helping someone or at least make somebody laugh. If I don't help anybody, I hope I at least just bring some kind of joy to someone's. I have no idea what I'm doing for anyone. <laughs> but I just thank you and love you all so much. I don't even have to know you. I've ever met you. You're going to know and learn about me after a while. I'm, I'm a little weird when it comes to that. But the second... Uh, number one top played episode of all time is I think I'm falling in love with my friend five exclamation points not one and um I'm smiling like really hard now because um again I never would have expected that um to be honest with you if they're really uh just in said really cool and I think I'm falling in love with my friend five exclamation points it's really only a few numbers apart um, I guess that helped people as well, you know, so that makes me feel good. Um, it made me feel good when I did it because I was able to let all my feelings out. All those things that I said in that episode, I would have never been able to say to my crush directly. It was at least over an hour, I think. I'm not going to lie. I had some wine, you know, so it really came out a little better, <laughs> but, but I just had to let it out and I was messing with the microphone. One thing I do know that he does know is um, I did let him know when I got my microphone. He was very encouraging about it because he's about creativity as well. And I did let him know when I was playing around with it and how much I was falling in love with my microphone. And um, he did kind of hint like, well, you know, is it like a podcast? And I said, well, not exactly yet, you know, because I was playing around with the idea. It was amazing that he said that because... Um, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily sold on it, and I guess I was my inner saboteur was kind of like, ah, oh, you can't do it, like, you know. But uh, as I got around to playing with it, I just loved it so much. And um, to practice, even before the pilot, I would talk about him. So I would set the microphone up, and I would connect it to the um, desktop and my laptop, and I would just talk and got familiar with the way I sounded. And I never liked the way I sound. I still don't like the way I sound, and... Sometimes I would tell him, you know, I'm going to go practice on my mic now. And I would tell him sometimes, I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to talk about you. And he would just kind of like laugh or like brush it off. But not in a mean way. Just kind of like, whatever. (laughs) And I would do it. And so um, I discovered the platform. My first platform was just Anchor. And I said, you know, let me just try it here. And um, that night I just let it all go. And so anyway, long story short, that's the number two top play most episode. And I'm so thankful to my crush. Because like I say over and over again, once I finally had a platform to speak my mind, somebody who's so opinionated who just talks all day. And I mean, you can give me a subject and I'll have an opinion. It doesn't have to be right or wrong. It's just an opinion. But I'll have something to say. I, I didn't have anything to talk about. So he helped me to push it out. And I still talk about him to this day. But I don't know. One day I'll stop. Maybe one day I won't. Or maybe I'll talk about him, but just in a friend conversation, use him for friend examples. I don't know. The third number one top played episode of all time on Chopper's Corner, Eel. The only dating advice you'll ever need. Wow. Well, that one touched me because I don't know who agrees with it and don't agree with it, but there's a lot of downloads, and I just feel like dating, the relationship or the topics of relationships and dating is, like, really big. I don't want that this channel is all about relationships or all about... I try to make it about a lot of different things. I did touch on mental illness. I did touch on... um mental illness as far as like narcissism and uh, sociopath and I talked about um, mental health awareness as far as suicide 
And I think I did talk about toxic relationships, an episode called Kissing Frogs, where, um, you know, you could date an abusive guy who could set you on fire. You know, like, I tried to switch it up. But I just feel like when I'm thinking about, you know, the top five that I'm going to read to you, when I think about them all, they're all related to the subject of relationships, which is why I seem to kind of stick to it, is to, um, it seems as if people want to talk about it. And I feel like it's the subject that I'll never go out of style. But the only dating advice you'll ever need was um, the most top late episode number three. And then four would have been the generation that avoids relationships. Again, another relationship topic. And um, I can't, I mean, I'm happy. I did those actually recently. And the, the episodes before them are still getting great plays. But these, it's like as, as soon as I put them up, it just went up skyrocketed. And I'm so excited. I don't know how people feel, but I hope I help, I help somebody. And... Um, it helps me further know that this is a topic or subject that people are obviously thinking about or maybe becoming more aware of the generation that, or there's a generation, or we are the generation that avoids relationship. Not myself, you know, but um, the most of us. And last but not least, the five uh, top played, most downloaded episode um, from Chapel's Corner of all time is, is your partner manipulating you? Yay! I mean, no, not yay that we want your partner to manipulate you, but um, that's the top five. But then I woke up this morning, and today is the 7th of July, Saturday, and the time is uh, 8.32 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC time, and the numbers went up drastically again. So the top five are exactly the same as I just listed previously for the anniversary, except for it seems that, um, I mean, pretty much since booty call, I was thinking for love with my friend. The generation that avoids relationship and the only dating advice you'll ever need. But there was one more that actually jumped on that list that actually bypassed somebody. Let me just take a quick look and see. I could be wrong, but I know I just feel that there is. With my incomplete notes. No, I think that's about it. I mean, it's pretty much the same, but they just keep going up. So anyway, those are the top five played. I want to say that's final answer, Regis, but let me just make sure as I'm scrolling through the list. The general, Yeah, pretty much. And believe it or not, the top three, four, and five episodes all got the same amount of plays or downloads. So it's kind of like maybe they're like all three on one line. But um, I just wanted to say thank you so much um, once again from the bottom of my heart since Sincerely for the support I've found in my life, and I've always found, especially even like, um, I'm gonna do an episode entitled um, "That Blood Is Not Always Thicker Than Water," because I find in my life, especially with having shaky or flaky family, and some people have solid families that they come from, and everything's okay, but all families have secrets and problems and, and issues and things like that. And some of us um, come from broken families, like myself. So along the way, we've adopted people who are non-blood family to become a part of our what we call family so my family consists of um friends and family but that's why i say blood is always thicker than water and so with chapel's corner i like to say that every listener to me is family that's that's how i roll you know that's just how i am in life and again being a child of light this is how i just see things you know i don't see everything so much as um i mean if i say um family above everything or family i mean i'm talking about my my blood family which is to me is like my mother my dog <laughs> and then like i have my friends and those is all considered you know whatever i consider family which is a lot of things or a, lot, or a few people who, who i hold dear in my heart who may not feel the same way about me, and that's fine. But, you know, everybody's term or, or definition of a family is different. 
with that being said, I just feel that you all out there are family. And I just feel like Chapel's Corner is not just something for me and it's not about me. It's something that I did corporately for us. It's never about me. I try to share pieces of myself in each episode as much as I can, you know, that I'm willing. And I try to be appropriate and respectful. I know things explicit is probably what sells or gets some plays and clicks, but I'm not here to be explicit. I'm not going to change who I am. A person who's also trying to work on cursing, and I have cursed a few episodes, but I know that people are real and authentic, and we're talking about these, you know, these, during these episodes, we're adults, you know, we're talking, as far as I'm concerned, I'm talking one-on-one with each listener, we're talking, I'm talking to a friend, you know, we might as well be sitting over drinks, or whatever you're doing, if you're at the pool, if you're at the library, if you're laying in bed, I just feel like, well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, not just in your ear, but I might as well be there with you in the room, and so I hope that's how, like, I come across, so, but for me, it's, um, it's, this anniversary is not my anniversary, it's our anniversary. And I can't stress enough how much I want to thank you. And I just, you got to know just how much I appreciate you. Whether you share an episode, I don't, it's impossible to probably listen to every single episode. If you have, God bless you, reach out to me. You know, like um, I'm approachable and I'll shout you out or something. But if you have, God bless you. Because I know it's impossible to do that. But if you listen to one episode, two if it's your first episode, it doesn't matter to me. I just want to say thank you and let you know that I appreciate you. There's no ads here. Right now, what I'm doing is from the heart and love. I don't care um, so much about, like, ads. And, and um, I guess, it's like, somebody said to me, you know, things can start off one way and end off a different way. But right now, I'm not interested in that. I'm, I'm just interested in building a genuine group of listeners, of followers, and just building relationship, building bond, you know. And from there, growing a craft and helping somebody because I know the power of voice. I know the power of the First Amendment, and I am exercising my right every single time I come back on this podcast, you know, my right to um, say something, but I'm trying to use it for good and not for evil. It seems that there is an audience out there that seems to appreciate and understand that, and for that, I'm just like, wow, and here's why. You don't get that kind of acceptance every day in your personal life amongst your friends and family. You know, you wouldn't believe how many people probably get on podcasts when the things they're saying, thank God they found an audience because they've been talking for so long or trying to say these same things or talk in this manner over the years. It's already been in them, but maybe they just didn't have a stage or a platform. So to find, I guess you could say what I consider is my family, you know, my group or people who may think like me or feel like me is um, a blessing in disguise. And, and, and I will never, ever take you off for granted. I apologize for Thursday and Friday not being here, but I'm telling you today that I'm putting in work. I'm down. I'm going to put up episodes. I have another episode I'm going to do after this. After I run some errands, I got my outfit picked out because it's a real nice day in YC. Hey. Then I'm going to come back and do another episode and then another episode after that. And that's going to catch me up because I'm really, really, really being committed to this once a day um, daily podcast episode thing, even if it's just 20 minutes, even if it's just 25. My whole thing is consistency. <laughs> like my crush told me, consistency is everything. And also, but he doesn't, he does not listen to this, but he coaches me and he gives me advice from time to time um, on a business level since he's an entrepreneur as well. But consistency and also content, that's what matters the most to me. Um, so it really did get to me, guilt conscious-wise, the last few days when I didn't put anything out on Thursday and Friday. So I just did this anniversary episode. I'm trying to do it in order, and then I'm going to bust out two more episodes for you guys later on. Um, and that's it. Um, I'm trying to think of this. Anything else I want to say? Oh, I think if you listen to my episode where it was Chapel's Thoughts, I was talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark and the series in 90s Nickelodeon. I'm going to do an episode on that really um, soon. 
But I can't do an episode on that until I revisit and relive everything. So lately, I've been binge-watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I did my research, and I reached out to DJ McHale, which was a co-writer of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I reached out to him on IG. Now, if I can get to Canada, because I know I can. Like, I, got, I, I can get to Canada. But if he reaches out to me and he loves me, like, I'm so going to do an interview with him. Or I'm still just going to cover the show. And I found out what I already knew. I found out in 2008, actually, when I did rewatch and binge watch the series on YouTube. Because I was going through a lot. And I just wanted to visit, like, um, things. And I looked it up. Because I, I remember things that got me into my creative mindset. Like R.L. Stein and the Boxcar Kids and... Um, things like that and I did binge watch on YouTube if you want to binge watch you can binge watch are you afraid of the dark right now on YouTube they have a lot of um seasons there for free and um I mean I guess what I'm saying is um I hope he gets back to me so that I can like interview him but I'm still gonna do that so that got me excited because I, I hunted him down and there's another cool um author as well so anyway I found out like I found out in 2008 like I was going to say that when they filmed it it was in Canada it wasn't here so it was a production it was the writers that sold or Nickelodeon brought the um script from DJ McHale and his co-writer and then they did part of the deal they did a production with a company named Sinar which was um, stayed in Canada and also Mikhail lives in Canada and so that's his co-author so it's from the Canada which is pretty interesting and then I also saw that um, on ET Canada they did a recent interview like three years ago with like three of the top um, characters of Are You Afraid of the Dark revisited in like 2015 which is really dope it was Tucker his brother Gary and then I can't remember the girl's name the blonde haired girl she was really pretty I can't remember her name but them three anyway hopefully something happens with that I don't know I'm gonna keep trying he's still writing books he doesn't um none on his IG page he doesn't have anything specifically related to are you afraid of the dark which I'm like dang he must think that you know that's something he did but I, I let him know I sent him a real detailed letter and I let him know how being a 33 year woman now um, reflecting back to my childhood, which was the 90s were the golden years, and how are you afraid of the dark was from 1990 to 2000. That's a good 10 decades of my life. I'm 33 years old, so that's a good 10 decades. That's, that's a large part of my life for a show to um, inspire me to write, which it did with write journals or, or, or just be creative or just be the type of kids that wanted to go out on adventures. You weren't the kind of kid, like you wanted to play a manhunt, you know, at night or something like that. You wanted, you, you wished you could have found out that there was a haunted house in your neighborhood. Like, you know, you, you were the kind of kid that just had imagination just going crazy because of people like him. So we'll see what he says. You know, I don't know if there's like some kind of legal issue where that's the reason why he doesn't post anything on his page about, are you afraid of the dark? But I'm like, Dude, that's one of your greatest works. You should be able to just, like, post about it. I know these kids that they don't know about it. But at the same time, like, I had to let them know that our generation was like, dude, thanks so much. So, yeah. And I'll be back later, like I said, with another episode. This is just it. Anniversary episode. Thank you all so much. Mwah. Sloppy kisses from Chapo. And I'll see you next time here on Chapo's. I just dropped the mic. <laughs> Drop mic. Exit out. Love y'all.